This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. What's up and welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here and today I am interviewing one of my favorite students that I've worked with. Um, Her name is Meredith and she is the host of the podcast, Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. You are going to love her, so let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today I have with me Meredith, and I'm so excited because she is the host of A Genuine Girl Podcast and the author of Practice Makes Imperfect, How to Stop Searching for a Perfect Life and Start Being Yourself, which is so needed in the world. So I'm so excited to have you on, Meredith. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And I guess what I didn't mention in the intro is that you're a current college student. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're at in your college journey? Yeah, definitely. So I am currently a junior in college, which is kind of crazy to say I'm over halfway done. It's going by so fast. And it seems to just be going by faster the further along I get to, which is kind of scary. But I go to college at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas. I am currently a finance and marketing double major. So a lot of my time is spent in those business classes. And that can be pretty tough sometimes. But it's enjoyable for me. And like you said, Alicia, I have a lot going on outside of school too with my podcast and book. And that kind of, you know, keeps me sane because I'm doing stuff I enjoy outside of all the hard classes and things like that. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, great. And what interested you or how did you get to finance and marketing? Yeah, well, it's interesting because I came into college kind of knowing I wanted to do something in business. In high school, I was in this club called DECA, which is kind of like a business marketing club where you go and present in front of random judges these business scenarios. You have like 10 minutes to prepare and then you do this presentation in front of random people. And that was super nerve-wracking when I was doing that in high school, but it really got me interested in business and marketing in particular. I think I knew coming into college, like, oh, I love being creative. I love coming up with solutions to business problems. And it wasn't until really my sophomore year, I'd say, when I realized, oh, maybe I should add finance too, because I was doing a lot of stuff with my podcast and kind of trying to start my own brand. And I knew that I had that entrepreneurial spirit in me, but I thought, you know, if I do want to start a business one day, it's great to know marketing and have that as a major, but there's also a big finance piece that's kind of necessary to know, you know, about money and how to structure a business financially. And that kind of appealed to me as well, just kind of looking at both sides of business. And I think in the future, 
you know, a long-term goal of mine would be to start my own business and be an entrepreneur, but having both that finance and marketing side, I think could really help me be more well-rounded if I do start a business one day. So that was kind of just my mindset going into it. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed that a lot of finance and marketing and business classes in general are a little bit old school, kind of like it's kind of up in the air, a little bit more theoretical. It doesn't really feel like the real world now. I'm curious if that has been your experience or is it, have you really learned a lot that you feel like you can't apply to to things that are happening in current day, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's a great question. And I think that is a really common perception and something I was worried about too going in, especially because with technology and everything these days, it's like social media is huge and that's a whole part of business now. And I was really wanting to learn about that, but at least at my school and in my program, they're really trying to kind of make the business classes a little more current and present day. I think There are definitely some that I've taken that do feel a little old and, you know, antique almost just because I think at its core, some of the business concepts, it's like, you just kind of have to know them and it's not necessarily new stuff that is out there. And so it can feel a little boring just getting through those core classes because sometimes those are the ones that feel a little older and just like, okay, well, how does this relate to business in today's world? But you kind of just have to learn those basic concepts. But now that I'm kind of getting deeper into my majors, I have had the option to take a lot of really interesting business electives like marketing for social media and um, all, all sorts of, you know, different technological classes almost where it's like I didn't even realize all of these classes existed until I looked through the list on my school's website and I saw like wow they're really trying to add some classes that are more relevant to today's world which is really cool so I've been trying to take as many of those as I can because I think it's it's really fun just to see not not only learn about business, but also how it's working today and kind of relating it to stuff I'm doing in my own life kind of makes it more interesting. Ah, oh, that's so good to hear then, because yes. I, I, I don't think that that's every student's experience. So it, it's really helpful to hear, I guess. So that's exciting. And I love yeah. that you're able to actually even in even, you know, connect some of the broader concepts that aren't really like, they're not like application based, they're kind of theoretical, you're still able to you know, actually kind of think about them in a different way, I'm sure too, because you are in practice of doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. So what are some experiences that you've had in college that have really helped you get to where you're at right now? Ooh, that's a really good question. I I feel like in just such a short amount of time I've gone through so much. I, I don't know if other college students feel this way, but it's like, I've only been in college, I guess, two and a half years now. And I feel like my whole life has completely changed and I've gone through so much. I've really grown up, I think, and I'm still continuing to. But I would say a lot of the major experiences I've gone through that have kind of brought me where I am now, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what sparked them but I think I think overall I've just kind of grown a lot in my confidence of myself in college and my independence and I think just having to be alone and being at college out of state and away from my parents and not being able to come home every weekend or anything it it kind of forced me to really find myself outside of 
you know, who I always was back in high school. I feel like I kind of tied my identity to a lot of other things and people around me, whereas in college, I'm kind of all on my own. And so I have to figure that out for myself without my parents being there to kind of help me and hold my hand along the way. And so I think in particular, um, and this is kind of what you were talking about at the beginning, but through college, that's when I really started my own brand and my podcast and decided to write my book. And I think those experiences have really helped me, you know, not only with opportunities in terms of getting jobs and internships and networking and things like that, but I think they've also really been a result of me finding myself through college and they're continuing to help me find who I am and become more confident in myself. So I think college in general has just helped me find that confidence and I've used that to start my own brand and stuff outside of college, which has been really fun for me. Not sure if that answered your question, but (laughs) that's what comes to mind. And I think you, one of the reasons why I think I've been drawn to you personally is that you, your brand is really about being genuine and it is so hard to do that in college. (laughs) Um, I'm curious, what does genuine mean to you and why is this important? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's such a good question. And that's something I think about a lot. What does the word genuine really mean? Like, what is that whole concept? Because it's so easy to say like, oh, be yourself, be genuine. But it a lot of people don't really take the time to think about what that means. And I think to me, being genuine just really means not holding yourself back and not you know, holding back any part of who you are to please others or to fit in. I think those are big issues with that college students face. I know I have, but really just bringing your full self into everything that you do and every interaction you have and not being afraid of who you are and being confident in that for, you know, even if you're not like everybody else out there, which chances are you aren't, and there's something about you that makes you special and different, you shouldn't be worried to share that with the world. And I think that's really what being genuine means to me. But I also know it can be really hard. It's much easier to say that than to actually do it because in college everyone wants to fit in everyone wants to have that friend group and be liked and be accepted especially when you are on your own for the first time and away from everything you used to know it can be hard to be yourself because you just want to fit in and belong to something and So that was definitely something I struggled with at the beginning of college, which kind of led me to create my brand because I realized about a semester into college, I realized the reason why I was so unhappy was because I was holding myself back from being who I was and I was trying so hard to fit in that I was just miserable in the process because nothing I was doing was really true to who I was. And once I realized that, I just really wanted to help other people too. So as you can tell, I could talk about that forever, but I'll stop there. No, you should talk about it forever because it's so important. (laughs) (laughs) And, and like, I don't feel like I experienced that in college and I wish I would have. I, I think, and I think it's, it's layers too. I, I think I did in some levels, I still stepped out of my comfort zone in small ways. When I look back, it was really big at the time, but you have to start small. And I'm curious, 
about how you have built up your confidence to be able to show up, you know, more of your genuine self. Cause I, I think it's really hard to just be hundred percent genuine all the time. What you see is what you get. And I think we, we all probably know somebody who's like that in our lives and it's very attractive. And then sometimes that's actually a facade and they don't actually show up as their, their most genuine authentic yep. self because they're putting on. So that's, that's just a whole nother conversation. But oh, yeah. I guess, do you have any like stories that you want to share or steps that you took to start stepping more into who you actually are and, and being genuine? Yeah, that that's a great question too, because I was going to say, I, I make it sound like I just started a brand and all of a sudden I was just myself and all of my problems went away. <laughs> and that is not how it worked. Trust <laughs> me, I don't want to give a false impression because let me tell you, when I started my podcast, I was so scared. I I really was not my full self when I started. And even today, it's like I have my moments where I really have to look myself in the mirror and be like, Meredith, are you are you being yourself right now? Or are you falling back into that trap? Because it's so much easier to just fall into the trap of being like everyone else, going with the flow. And it takes a lot of strength and confidence, like you said, to really get out of that and be yourself. So I would say for me, at first, you know, I started my podcast and I I tried to open up a little bit, but it, it took me a while to really open up and be myself. And I think really it just came with time and practice. I I for about I don't know, a year, year and a half or so, I was uploading podcasts every single week. And I was trying to think of new topics to talk about every week. And, you know, I, I definitely found myself after a while kind of gravitating toward the same topics and talking about the same areas of my life, because I was scared to kind of be vulnerable in a lot of areas. And I, I didn't really, I, I don't know, I was scared. And so looking back now, of course, I see that and it's cool to see how I've grown, but it's not something that came easily. And I don't even know if there is like a specific story or moment where I, you know, kind of grew a lot in that. I think it's just been one continuous journey, but I will say along the way, it's easy with, you know, what I'm doing, what you're doing too, Alicia, with the whole podcast world and everything. It's hard to really know, like, are people actually listening? Like, do I have an audience right now? Like, am I actually helping anyone with this? And I think what really helped me keep going and has really helped me become more confident and being genuine is just the few times I have received these random messages from people who are listening to my content, I usually I don't know who these people are or I haven't talked to them in years and somehow they have found my stuff and I'll receive a random DM on Instagram or something one day from someone saying, hey, I just want you to know like this episode really helped me or you talked about something I'm going through exactly and I just want you to know that really helped me keep doing what you're doing. And that doesn't happen a ton because I think a lot of people just don't really think of saying anything. There's a lot of people who listen but just don't, you know, express their thoughts, which is totally fine. I do that too. But just getting those messages every now and then, I think that has really 
gave me that confidence to keep going and keep being myself. And it's gotten easier and easier. But yeah, I don't want to create the false impression that it was that way from the beginning. So that's, yeah. Oh, and there, there are so many layers for sure. It's like yeah. in in 10 years, you're going to look back at this and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I am so much more vulnerable now. I'm so much more genuine. And you just like step into yourself, I think even more so as you grow and as you're intentional about the actions that you take and, and who you surround yourself with and all of these things. So, oh, so good. And I totally resonate with you in the same way of like, is anybody listening to this or are we just recording and just like having fun recording it? Um, I know, <laughs> but it's, it, it really, I, I feel the same way. It's like every now and then really when I'm questioning it, when I'm really having a hard time with it, a lot of times it'll be in that moment that somebody will reach out and just say, Hey, Alicia, that, you know, this, this really helped me. Here's why. Or like, I really appreciated so-and-so's story because of this re- other reason that I'm struggling with. And it really helped me see a different perspective or expand on what I think is possible or help me. Yeah. think about my future, uh, release some of my anxiety that I have. Like, yes, that is literally all of those things is what we want. Um, but it's really hard um, when you don't get those messages for a while <laughs> and you're oh, kind yeah. of like, yeah. So anyway, that's, and maybe that's something that we should try to do too, is like put more out in the world that we want to see. So yes. we need to like do that for other people. <laughs> maybe more. Oh too. my gosh. Yes. I know. I'm like, thinking about that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I probably don't comment on other podcasters yeah. stuff enough. I should do that too. <laughs> but we're obsessed with them, right? It's we like... are. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that makes me feel a little better though. Cause there has to be other people out there, you know, listening to our stuff and just not saying anything either. Right. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's easier to just kind of sit there and listen in the background, but yeah, it does feel good when you get those little comments every now and then to push you forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another layer to this that I've seen is that is that it, it can be really not easy, easier maybe to talk into a, a, a microphone and, sh- and be vulnerable and share your story when you're kind of by yourself and there isn't that immediate feedback, right? Yep. How often or what does it look like for you to be vulnerable with your, like a friend who is another college student and like talk about your struggles and talk about your experiences or even your hopes and your dreams and what your goals are. Like, do, do you have those yeah. conversations? How does that even happen? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a really good point because it is, it's one thing to talk in a microphone when you're the only one in a room. And even if you're going to be reaching a lot of people, you don't really think about that as you're recording a podcast by yourself, sometimes being vulnerable. But it is a completely different ballgame to be talking to other people, specifically college students, like in real life, because I was so worried about opening up to other people around me for so long because I just never really heard anyone in college having conversations like that about, you know, goals, dreams, like what you're struggling with, what you're really going through. I I just never really heard that for a while. And so I almost felt for a while like, oh, I don't know if I should even bring this up because, well, people just think I'm being weird or, you know, we all have those worries and thoughts about being vulnerable and that held me back for a while and to be honest I still struggle with it sometimes but I have kind of just taken up the practice of when I'm getting to know someone at school I I kind of 
ease myself into it and just start to slowly be a little vulnerable in my conversations. Maybe, you know, talk about whether it's like a bad day I was having or something I really want to do in my future. If it just comes up in conversation or if there's a moment in a conversation where I realize, oh, I could, I could be vulnerable here because I think we all have those things that come up in our minds during conversations or, you know, we're having a really bad day and we go to talk to a friend and we have that in our mind. It's just all about like letting that side of you come out a little bit. And I think I've really been practicing just doing that slowly with people who I feel close to and even the people who I don't feel super close to. Sometimes I'll just kind of test it out and I'll, when I'm trying to get to know someone, maybe I'll say something that's a little vulnerable for me, something that I've been struggling with in college or, you know, and it's usually something scary because people don't talk about it, Mm -hmm. but I have been really surprised to see how many people are super accepting of that. Like when I talk about something I'm going through or something I want to do in the future, most people I talk to, they don't react how I'm worried that they will. I think we all kind of think like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm crazy. Like they're going to just never talk to me again. Or, you know, we make up these crazy scenarios in our head of what people are going to (laughs) say when we're vulnerable with them. But most of the time, the opposite has happened and people are like, oh my gosh, really? You're going through that too? Or like, you think that as well? I'm not the only one. And hearing people say that, it's like, wait, really? I'm not the only one? And it's just like this revelation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And I think just having one of those moments is enough for me to be like, okay, what I'm doing, it's making a difference. I need to keep going. And Mm -hmm. that just really helps my relationships be more genuine and kind of prompts the other people in my life at college to kind of be more vulnerable as well. And it just has helped me find deeper friendships, but I'm not going to say it's easy to do because it's still something I'm struggling with for sure. (laughs) Oh yeah. So good. Oh, so, so good. Um, I can remember a time whenever it's actually fairly recently, it's past three, four years. Um, I had a friend who was sharing me about her experience with anxiety and, um, she was like, Oh, I, you know, I remember sitting in a circle. Well, she, this was, so this was my, my memory of she's, but she shared something that jogged this memory of me sitting in a circle. And you know, whenever you have to sit in your circle and like, they're kind of going around a circle and you have to say your name and your major and some, you know, oh, yeah. whatever else. Right. Oh yeah. And, she, and she's like, yeah. And, and as it gets closer to you, the anxiety just keeps like rising. Right. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I totally know what you're talking about. And I can remember so many times where I've been in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. but because she shared that with me, I was like, oh my gosh, like that totally yeah. resonated with me. It, we connected in a deeper way because yeah. we were able to share that. And it made me feel like a little bit less weird, honestly. Yes. Well, we actually yes. talked about that super basic experience that so many of us have. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, we don't talk about that at all. So anyway, I, that, and that happened all the time in college. Cause you're always in those spaces where oh you're like introducing yourself. <laughs> yes. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that too, because that's something I go through all the time. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart rate. I, I might, I've, I don't want to have a heart attack here from just waiting to introduce myself. Like, it should not be this stressful. But here yes. I am, like, sweating. <laughs> like, okay, am I, is my voice going to crack when I say my name? Like, am I going to be too loud, too quiet? Like, am I going to stumble on my words? <laughs> so Am I, I going to share too much, not enough? Like, yeah, ah. literally. That's so that's, much. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you're like, oh, you're like, yeah, you're just like repeating things in your head. Like, oh, I want to say this and this and this. Yeah. And you can't focus on whatever everybody else is saying. I mean, it's oh just gosh. literally anyway. you have to make a whole script for yourself. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So a lot of us go through that. I would say probably more of us go through it than not, but anyway, so I wanted to say that piece. And then the other piece that I was going to say was that I really want to create a movement where it's called like, you know, hashtag share your goals or hashtag share your dreams, whatever it is. And we help each other actually achieve those things because especially in college, there are so many people on campus that want to help you reach your goals. And if you don't share your goals with people, there are going to be things that you don't know about on campus that could help you actually reach those goals. But, but if you can't see it and you're not really looking for it, it's really hard to find. And then also just the higher ed system in general is a little bit wonky and it's, again, it's kind of hidden. So you have to share your goals in order for people to to connect you with the things that you are actually looking for. Uh, but I just feel like we need to do that more and in, in, in our, in our hopes and our dreams, because I think a lot of us have a lot more hope about the future than we do hopefully dread or like misery or, or like anxiety. And if we can get excited about the future instead of anxious about it, I think that, oh, we could be such a better place. Um, at, like as a student body, <laughs> you know, internationally, but just, Oh, as a, as a, as a globe, like really. So yeah. Definitely. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I love what you're trying to do with everything you're doing. And I think that's such a great way to look at it because it is like, we should be getting excited. And I think, you know, it goes back to being yourself and being open with your goals and finding those things you like and the only way you can do that and really get excited is if you are yourself and if you do share those things and be a little vulnerable sometimes. And I, so I totally agree with what you're, what you're saying, what you're trying to do. I love that. Yeah. And I think partially kind of some advice too around, you know, sharing your own goals. Whenever I've shared goals, sometimes they're really scary. And even, even for me, I, I talk about my goals a lot. I have groups of, of women that I, connect with on a regular basis, where we talk about our goals, where we talk about our fears, where we talk about like, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. Do you have any ideas on how I can, you know, take this forward or whatever. Um, but I had somebody ask me a goal recently and something popped out of me that is really scary, but if I felt like it was right to say, but, um, in the past I've shared that I really want to have a million downloads on the podcast. Like that's like my goal. And then recently I was asked what my goals are around the podcast. And I said, Oh, I want to have a million downloads in one year. And I was like, what the hell did I just say? Like, I'm questioning it right now, but it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm embracing it more because I'm actually articulating it. It's very scary to do. I, I really do want that to happen. I'm going to work towards that. I'm going to keep going until I either get really tired or I make it happen. So, you know, that's, but, but the more that I share it, the more it's kind of becoming real. And like, maybe this can happen for me. Maybe this can happen for more people. Maybe this can, you know, I can inspire more people and, and, and share this message to even more people and that kind of thing. Right. So 
That's a really good point. I, I haven't really thought about it that way before. I think sometimes having it in your head, it feels a little less real than it does when you actually start telling people. And even just having people that you're telling just to be kind of sources of accountability for you or just knowing that, okay, it's out there now. Other people know about this goal. Like, this is real. This is something I need to start working toward. I think that's a really good technique just to, you know, make your goals feel more real. But I know exactly what you mean about the goals feeling sometimes a little scary and overwhelming to even say. And I know I've worried about what other people will think of my goals and if they're going to think my goals are too lofty or are they going to laugh at them? But I mean, at the end of the day, even if we don't reach our goals, I think we're going to learn a lot along the way. And I think, I, I don't know. I, I think whatever happens, happens, but I think just getting them out there and going for it, we don't want to have any regrets, right? So yes, no regrets. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to get kind of vulnerable right now. You can choose to not, (laughs) and I'll edit this part out. No, Um, but what is, what is a big goal that you have that maybe you haven't shared with anybody else? And maybe you've only shared it with a couple people. Uh, what's something big that you hope to accomplish in the next few years? Oh boy, this this is getting vulnerable. And I've been talking about vulnerability this whole time and now I'm like, ooh, do I share? But of course, I feel like I have to after all that we've talked about. I mean, I have a lot of really big goals and I think that's why I relate so much to what you're saying with like a million downloads. I think that's an awesome goal, just so you know. And I I have similar goals around the podcast and around the content I'm creating, but I would say one goal right now that I've been thinking about for a while, but I haven't really actually told many people, so this is kind of a first. Um, I would love to be a speaker one day and to kind of put on conferences for young women around the country. And I, I would love to kind of be like a motivational speaker almost. And I, that sounds scary to say, because I never want to come across like, Oh, you know, I'm an expert. I could be a motivational speaker and, you know, talk about all this stuff. But I think I would love to just reach more young women who are in college and even younger and just really like go on stage and talk to them and not necessarily be a motivational speaker from the point of being an expert in a certain field or anything, but more so just hopefully being like a source of relatability and like a normal person. I'm not this big influencer or celebrity that's going to go on stages and speak to millions of people, but I do want to just kind of reach people through being a normal human and kind of share some things I've gone through and give advice to others. And I kind of, you know, it goes along with what I'm doing with the podcast, but I would love to bring that to a greater scale and go do some speaking gigs. And I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. And I know I, I need to get more specific on like numbers and stuff like that. But I would say just in general, that's something I've always really wanted to do, especially since starting this podcast and writing this book. I think that would be a really cool next step to take. But it is scary to say it out loud because obviously there's a lot of fear of like, I, I people are 
probably going to judge me for wanting to do that, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that and just being vulnerable and open and yes, you totally can do that. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is so awesome. And this is so wild, but I actually just went to a thought leadership summit. I don't know if you've heard about it before, but it's all about how to, um, how to really fine tune what your message is and also how to get booked on stages. Like, wow. and it was so freaking good, Meredith. It was so good. And this, I'll, I'll connect you with, with the person who's doing that work, but, um, so freaking good. And I think there's so many ways that you can get connected to those types of things at your campus right now. And to really become that person and, and to develop the skills that you need or, whatever you, the, the network that you need to actually make that happen. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I, I'm so interested to hear more about this conference thing that you went to, but I'll ask you more about that later. I, I, I know though, there are so many resources out there that I really want to use, especially in college. I feel like now is the best time to take advantage of the resources I do have because my school does offer so much. I think every school offers mm -hmm. stuff kind of help with this sort of thing. It's just like taking that step to actually do it and go for it. It can mm -hmm. be, scary, but I definitely want to do it. So thank you for your encouragement. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many free resources. Yeah. On campus that you can use now. And I don't know, have you heard of Toastmasters before? I, okay. I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. It's, there's probably a group on your campus who does this, but it's, I actually have never done it, but I've always heard so many amazing people that I love have started at Toastmasters and they are incredible speakers. They have such a clear message. They're able to articulate what they're trying to say in such a clear way. And their presence is so powerful on stage and, and it really inspires you. So, um, they have these, this is an international club. So there's, there, there are ones that are in the community. There are some that are on campuses across the country and across the globe where you can get uh, connected to. But basically what they do is they help you really think about your message and they, they, you have to actually, you know, do speeches and do talks in front of people. And it makes you get really outside of your comfort zone. But if you can do that now while you're in college, girl, when you graduate, you are going to be like a beast because you're doing all your, you know, you have a book, you have a podcast, you're, you, you're able to speak and feel really confident in your speaking abilities. So that's going to be a seamless next step for you to get on stages. Yeah, I, okay. That's inspiring me so much. I'm definitely going to look into this Toastmasters thing because that sounds like an awesome resource if that's on my campus. And I, I mean, I think, there's so much I could do. It's, it's just scary to take that next step. But I really appreciate you saying that because I, it's definitely something I want to do. And I, I think it could be a cool next step from, you know, a podcast book, speaker, <laughs> yeah, who knows mm -hmm. what's next. <laughs> There's yeah. so many possibilities and, you know, it's just kind of fun to explore that right now while I'm young and still in college and kind of have that freedom. And I mean, it's, I'm very lucky to have support from my parents too. So it's not like I'm completely on my own or financially independent yet. And so now is kind of the time to experiment with all that stuff before, you know, I'm a real adult in the real world and, you know, have a real job and it might be a little harder to do all of this. So yeah. I, that, that was great inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> well, and you know, what's really kind of 
meta about this whole conversation is that you shared your dreams and I'm helping connect you connect with something on your campus to help you reach that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Like it's most <laughs> Yes. Like you have to share your dreams with people because that that's how you use your network and it's not sleazy. It's not weird. Like that was totally organic and it just kind of happened, you know? I love that. And that is such a good example of why you should share your dreams with people and even, even other students, like you never know who has connections who could help you out. Like you never know. So that was awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's transition now to kind of what your future goals are and around kind of the next step because you have about a year and a half left it sounds like since you are in your junior year and yeah what are some feelings that are coming up for you and how are you prepping for that transition for life after college yeah oh gosh there are so many feelings that are coming up like every day it's like I I don't know how I sleep at night because my mind is always going with you know, some days I'm super excited, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a junior, I only have a year and a half left, like, it's gonna be so fun to get out in the real world, and other days it's like, oh, I never want to leave college, <laughs> this is getting real now, like, I'm starting to think about, you know, what kind of job am I gonna have after I graduate, what are some internship opportunities out there, I think I'm kind of starting to get to the point now in college where it's like, okay, I, I, yes, I have a year and a half left, but it's, I'm over halfway done. Like I'm going to have to start figuring out my life a little bit more. And that can be a little scary sometimes, but I have really been trying, especially this past semester to make the most of, you know, all the resources that my school is giving me to help me figure out, you know, what I want to do with my career and what internship opportunities are out there. And I've been able to get connected with some really cool people through my school and get some great opportunities for internships. And, um, you know, even that could translate into jobs after college. And so it's crazy to already be thinking about that. But I have really, this past semester especially, started stressing a little more about it. So to combat that, I've been trying, like we've just been talking about, to really use the resources I have at my school to help me forward and in the right direction. But even with that, I mean, there's still some uncertainty and the unknown can be kind of scary, but, you know, it's something that's just always there. And so it's long story short, I have a lot of emotions going on. (laughs) trying to manage them as best I can. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so real. And honestly, that happens to me still. Like some days I'm like, yes, like I'm so on fire. I'm so on point and on my mission. And then other days I'm like, oh, should I be doing this? Like it, it, that still comes. It comes less frequently, less frequently now, I would say, but it still comes. Those are, st- those are still hard days. So. Yeah, I, I know it's good to know that other people have that too, especially people who are like out of college and in the real world too, hearing them say like you, like even I sometimes have days that I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. It's, it's good to hear that from other people too. Cause again, you can feel like you're the only one. <laughs> yes. And I think there's also this negative perception about questioning what you're doing. It's kind of like, why are you questioning what you're doing? You've worked so hard to get to this point or, you, you've been in this major for so long. Why should I question it? I should just finish it up. Like 
question it all the time. Like that's not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing. And so, yeah. No, that's such a good point. Cause yeah, I even think in my own head sometimes, like I am so hard on myself when I don't know exactly what I'm doing, when I don't have a perfectly clear lined path for myself from point A to point B, I can get so hard on myself about it, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to not know what you're doing. And to it, it, there's a lot of good that can come from just exploring and you never really know until you look at your options and try to figure it out. I mean, there's so many possibilities out there. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, looking at it as a positive and as a world of possibilities is the right way to go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I almost think about it as like, like life is like a, kind of like a GPS a little bit, like, on your phone. So you have a destination in mind, you put it in your phone and you start driving there. And sometimes you'll see something and you're like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. Or you get distracted and you want to go explore something different and it's going to yell at you. It's going to tell you that you're on the right, wrong path. And sometimes you, you are on the wrong path and then you just redirect and you, you do a U-turn and you get back on the right path. Right. But then sometimes that, that U-turn actually was a really good thing. And you actually want to reset your GPS to a new, new, a new, you know, destination. And that's really what life is about. It's, it's like, yeah, I think have a goal in mind and you start working towards it. But as you work towards it and you learn more and you get closer to that goal, it's going to shift and change. And that is okay because you are shifting and changing. Yes, exactly. I love that GPS picture. That, that brings it all together really nicely. And yeah, it just shows that, you know, things can always be changing and the direction of your life. Probably it won't stay the same. (laughs) You're probably, I I feel like for me, what I thought I was going to be doing with my life when I came into college is completely kind of changed from where I am now. And so I think it's always changing, but it's just about embracing it. And yeah, I, I love that GPS thing though. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go do, I'm going to go do a, pod, a single podcast about that. Just and like really draw it out. <laughs> so stay tuned for that, but okay. Awesome. Well, um, to wrap up today's podcast, um, I'd love for you to just share any piece of advice that you have, any piece of wisdom that you could give to any college student listening to write to this uh, podcast right now. Okay, let's see if I can be concise about this because I'm, as you know, I usually ramble, so (laughs) I'm going to try. You can ramble too if you need to. (laughs) I know, that's my issue. I'm like, how am I ever going to be a speaker when I can't even stay on topic? (laughs) But whatever. Um, Okay, one piece of advice that I would give college students, oh man, I would say overall, and it really just goes back to everything we've been talking about in the episode today, but don't be afraid to let yourself shine. And I know that's so cliche and cheesy, but it's so easy to hold yourself back from being who you are and letting what makes you so special and unique. It's so easy to keep that in, in college. And I think it's like, you need to let that spark shine and overflow to the other people around you because that's what's truly going to make you happy and successful in your college experience from what I've gone through so far, at least. I've noticed that since I kind of 
started being myself and being vulnerable and letting myself shine just as I am, even though I'm a little weird, even though I'm not necessarily like everyone else around me. It was when I really just said, you know what, whatever, who cares if I'm like them? Who cares what they think of me? I'm just going to go for it and be myself anyway. That's when I really started finding the most happiness and joy out of college and getting the most out of it in terms of opportunities and just being connected with the right people and having these awesome opportunities come up like all of that started happening when I just started letting my true self shine and I think as hard as it can be to do I think just taking a step in the right direction it doesn't have to be like you just all of a sudden say well here I am I'm myself now but just every day doing something that lets yourself shine a little bit whether that's you know bringing up something vulnerable in a conversation or trying something on campus that you've always wanted to try but have been scared to like whatever it is I think just taking steps to be yourself in that way is just going to make your college experience so much better and just make you so much more successful and happy, which is really what's most important. So <laughs> that's what I would say. I love that. Okay, Meredith, where can people find you and where can people find your book? Yeah, so I am actually going through a little bit of a rebranding with my content right now, but you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and all my social media platforms at Miss Genuine Girl. And I'm actually, my podcast right now is titled A Genuine Girl, and you can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, all the podcast platforms. But in the near future, I'm going to be changing the name of my podcast and a little bit of the content. And so if you're listening to this later on, you might be able to find it under the name, Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick, because that's what I'm really trying to do over here. <laughs> and my book is, again, titled Practice Makes Imperfect, and you can find that on Amazon, paperback or ebook. So it's a lot to look at, but... <laughs> There you go. Great. And I will link all that in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for being on Meredith. I am so grateful for you and your energy and what you're doing in the world. So keep doing it and keep shining. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you all so much for listening to the college life podcast. Please make sure that you connect with Meredith. Go check out her podcast. Remember it's called let me figure out my life real quick because don't we all need that. Make sure you also follow her on Instagram and thank you all so much for listening to the College Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on social media, share it with any college student out there, please. And I will catch you in the next episode. Have an excellent week.